Dedicated. Dedicated. It's Crenshaw niggas. That's what it is. From Adams to Imperial. Adams to Imperial. That's really what it is. Come in. Come in. Yeah. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. You in trouble. Check me out. Pay us now. Check me out. Pay me double. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. Nigga, fuck it. Check me out. Yo, 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 you know what it is. Hey, we back, we back. You hear these voices, you know what time it is, man. Time to be get back on some bullshit, man. <laughs> Check me out, podcast. We back for another episode. Yes, sir. So in this episode, um, you know the usual. We're going to get into uh, the releases for the month of May that's upcoming. And then for the second half of our episode, we're going to talk about on uh, NFL draft, I don't know if y'all have been paying attention to it. Well, if you were a diehard football fan, you should have been paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. And um, probably dabble into some NBA playoff talk too. So uh, yeah, man. So for our first segment, you know, we're gonna get into the releases for May, and May is definitely looking like a Jordan brand dominant month for the most part. Like all I see is mainly Jordan brand stuff. Um, they look like mostly Jordan Brand and Nike Dunks. That's primarily all I'm seeing for next month. And I see some sort of um, collab Patron doing too with somebody. Patron doing a collab? Yeah, with some dude named John Geiger. I think he did a collab with LeBron for a pair of his shoes before. But yeah, he's doing a collab with Patron. They look like some fucking... They look like Air Force Ones. Like they look like some uh, Jordan One Lows. Hmm. Yeah. So um, interesting. I know, right? Patron doing collabs. <laughs> them bitches two fifty two. So I wonder if you get a free fifth with them or some shit. Some some type of box set. You know, them little Christmas sets that get you a shot oh, yeah, glass the, with it. The ones that be sitting in front of the store <laughs> around Christmas. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it mainly look like Jordan Brand and, and Nike. Nike dominant went so. Um, anything on this list is catching your attention, Mace? Uh, I mean, I want to go after these. Um, probably like the the twos. It's two different versions of the Jordan twos. The uh, collab with Union, the mm-hmm. Gray Fogs, and then it's uh Ma Mir, oh, another yeah. one of them joints. Oh yeah, it's kind of nice. So um, I was lucky enough to get the threes last year, so maybe I'll get lucky again. And, you know, to get the tools, because I, I, I got to have me a pair of Jordan tools. Yeah, this been like a, uh, a heavy year for tools, it seemed like. Yeah. Because they doing a the collab with uh, Union, then they got the Amama Near joints. And I'm pretty sure they probably going to drop some random joints probably, like, later on in the year, too. And then they got the Chicago tools that's coming out around holiday season, so. Yeah, so it's a good year for Jordan tools for all y'all that don't got them in y'all collection. A lot of people don't like tools. It's, it's crazy because, like, it, it did take a while for them to grow on me. Like, because they look like, I wouldn't even consider this a basketball shoe. Like, no, no way, shape, or form. No, tools are definitely a lifestyle <laughs> shoe. Yeah. Definitely. Like, from the time they was made to now, like, it's, it never seemed like a basketball shoe. I don't even see P.J. Tucker wearing too many tools, to nah. be perfectly honest. The only pair of tools I got is the fucking Black History Month tools from like two mm-hmm. years ago. I remember them. And I caught them on sale at um the Nike Outlet for like eighty bucks. Hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. The motherfuckers had sat for a while too on like a lot of websites. Yeah. Uh another pair I like is the um 
the 11 low 72 and 10s. Oh, yeah. Um, for y'all that, you know, remember the the regular Jordan 11 lows. I mean, not lows. Jordan 11, 72 and 10s. Uh, they're making a low-cut low version this year. So, it's also very, very similar to the Jubilees that came out a couple of years ago. So, um, if y'all ain't hit on neither one of those and y'all like lows for the summer, then, you know, go ahead and copy your pair of these. Niggas wear lows in the winter. It don't matter. Crazy, man. People don't, people don't take care of their ankles or lows in the winter. I know a nigga that came to uh, a birthday party with no socks on in the wintertime. <laughs> But I ain't gonna say that nigga's name. <laughs> I ain't gonna say his name on <laughs> You know who you are, nigga. You yeah. showed up to my daughter's birthday party with no <laughs> socks on. It's a wild boy. And I, wild boy. It was, December, wild it was boy. December 19th, man. Bruh. <laughs> I mean, December what? 17th. December yeah. 17th. It's cold. It was cold as hell that day, too. This nigga Mike don't believe in frostbite. Nigga, man. not one bit, man. I guess he figured his boots was thick, so. Right. You know, socks on. You got boots scratching up against your bare foot. Boots and rough as hell on the inside. Dude. Ain't no cushion. <laughs> boots rough as fuck on the inside. Feet uh, just getting ripped up inside that but But yeah, man, niggas wear lows in the uh, wintertime too. But um, I'm trying to think what else catch my eye. I kind of like them, them sixes. The uh, Midnight Navies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Like those too. Yeah. Sixes is usually a shoe that don't really sell too well. Yeah. Unless it's like infrareds, the, the Carmines, yeah, the DMPs. But um, I think I think those probably gonna fly off the shelves pretty quick. Yeah. Um I see they releasing releasing the Nike Air Zoom Flight ninety five, them Jason kids, mm-hmm. but they only releasing in Europe. Uh, yeah, it's fucking suck. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see anything else in here. The tools. <clears throat> um, what you think about them nines? I'm not a fan. It's it's too bright too red for red. me. Yeah, way too much. Br- like, cause of the patent leather. Like, it's just too. It make it too bright for me. I can't really rock with it. From far away, they look like rain boots. Yeah. I, I can see these, like, traveling around town, though, because they like Chicago Bulls colors. Yeah. So. You think they'll look better if they didn't have a patent leather? Yeah, because I think it would be so, like, it's like candy apple red mm-hmm. type. Like, it's just too much, too much shine, man. And then I think take the red shoestrings out put black in there. Yeah, tone it down a little bit, man, because really all that's black is the outsole, so. Yeah, them motherfuckers definitely give off rain boot vibes. Yeah. Oh, um, let me see. You got dunks. Um, Midnight Navy jeans. I see Converse dropping a shoe next week. Interesting. I have no idea. What, I don't know if it's a basketball shoe. Or it's a fucking hiking shoe. I'm not going to say we'll know if uh, Draymond will. Yeah, he had on some weird looking ass um, Converse during the first round. It looked trash, but. Um, like I said, it's not really too much. Like if you went to like, like I said, the twos and dunks, I guess it's a good month for you. But yeah, that's that's probably all I say. The rest of these is like pretty extravagant. Um, 
if you like ice cream, they got them Neapolitan joints dropping for the women. Yeah. Neapolitan threes. Um, I'm not even really a fan of those either. All oh, the Clot Fives come out. Clot doing a collab with Mike with mm-hmm. Jordan Brand. Well, five's pretty decent, but they give off Christmas vibes, though. Yeah, wrong season. Yeah, definitely wrong <laughs> season. Um, Adidas dropping a couple pairs of the 84, uh, Form 84s. It looked like Off-White dropping some shit. Off-White uh, Air Force One mids. Okay. Motherfuckers look like boots, though, because they got spikes on them. Oh, the fucking Jordan 1 um, Heritage coming out at the end of next month. Hmm. Don't look too bad, but probably could have. I don't know. Maybe this colorway could have been for like a mid or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, they look alright, but oh, and they got some Easter fives coming out. Oh yeah, I just ran past them. Those. I mean, I could see. I could see like the the like little kids wear these, like little girls. You know adults are going to buy them. I know some, yeah, some uh, grown women going to buy them. But these, like, in the shorties size, these be kind of fire for the girls. Not for no fucking 210. For 210. Hell no. Nah. We straying into um, <laughs> OG colorway prices. <laughs> That's wild. But, yeah, for the most part, um, not nothing. Not, not anything too crazy dropping next month. No more fucking. Except for the the twos, I think the twos probably the best shoes is coming out in them sixes. Yeah, kind of wish them J kids was dropping in the United States. Those would have been a must cop for me. Uh, maybe they'll run them back, depending on how they do overseas. I guess the seventy two and ten lows, them motherfuckers decent, but I feel like if you got the highs, not really a point in getting the lows. Yeah. So yeah, I say if you got the highs or the jubilees, then it's probably just let these go. It's pretty pretty laid back month. Like it ain't nothing. Like, no OG colorways or nothing dropping. Nothing too crazy. All simple shit. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty chill month unless they, like, do some restocks, which I'm pretty sure they probably going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the most part, I think it's going to be. Oh, we forgot about the biggest drop is, um, coming out tomorrow. Oh, this, uh, the, if you get access. You get access to them Kobe's, man. Kobe's, man. The Mambasitas. Yeah. Kobe sixes. I'm hoping for access for them. Uh, I'm yeah. hoping. Good luck to y'all. Um, it's a one day thing, so just check your phones, notifications on, all that. Cause they said they dropping that shit at a random time. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's people on the internet trying to um, figure out sometimes they might drop. Somebody might say eight twenty four or some shit for for both of Kobe's numbers. Yeah. But that's like early as hell. That's super in early in the morning, yeah. Um, could be 224 with Gianna's number and Kobe's number. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. Yeah, so just be on the lookout, man. Get that notification. Get in there. Order them up as quick as possible. And please don't resell them. Please don't, man. Don't do that. Just, just hold. If you ain't going to wear them, just, you know, hold them as a shrine or something. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I know if I get them up, I'm wearing them. I'm going to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> I'm wearing them. Yeah, I struggle with that. Like, if I Because I don't want to. I want to wear them, but then I don't want to mess them up that bad. But I might, ha- I might have to at least wear them, man. Maybe I'll just hoop in them, like, do a little shoot around every week or something. Yeah, that's probably the best way to go, man. Yeah. You get them just hooping them. And I know some of them shorties probably going to be trying to go after them. And they're going to be trying to hoop in them this summer. So. Yeah. Because I know, man, 
I know there's people out there that's probably thirsty for just to resell them, dude. Yeah. But if you get them, don't resell them, man. Keep them. Just keep them and just, like, pay homage to the, to one of the GOATs, man. So. For sure. But, yeah, that's how I round up for May, man. Like I said, we don't sound too excited because it ain't nothing that's, like, you know. Nothing over the top, nothing man. Nothing over the top. It's, like, it's, it's a chill month, so. This might be a month where, like, you might be able to save some money because you might just want to go after maybe the 72 and 10s and maybe, like, the 6s or some shit. Because yeah. you know it's going to be hard as hell to get those uh, twos, and they both, like, collapse, too. So, yeah, this might be a, might be a laid-back month, man. So, yeah, man. Yeah, like I said, we we don't seem too impressed. Like, just get just look forward to the summer, man. They can get better releases in the summer. Oh, yeah. Niggas summer, sh- fall. Yeah, niggas should be saving up their money for the fall because yeah. Jordan Brand's going to drop plenty of shit during the fall, and I'm pretty sure that's probably when Nike finna get back to dropping more Kobe's. So, I would say, yeah, May probably could be a month y'all can chill, man. So, um, yeah, man. For yeah. sure. Unless you into them off, like I said, off-white, <laughs> unless you into the collabs and shit. It's mostly shit that's, that's might, that might sit, so. Yeah. Cop for retail, but, um, yeah, man, that was our, our fucking um, roundup for the month of May, so, um, I don't think we're going to post these on our fucking IG page. Nah. We, just, I don't know. We probably won't. Maybe the tools or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, the few that we mentioned that was really good to go out for. Yeah, we'll post the collabs on our IG page so y'all can get a look at them and uh, post y'all thoughts on them. But like I said, man, for the most part, it's a chill month. Nothing too crazy. No OG colorways or nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back and get into this um, NFL draft review. And I know how this shit usually goes. We start off on topic, and then shit just goes sideways after yeah. like five or ten minutes. We're so. going to try very, very hard. But see, it's good, though, because Knight's not a Falcons fan no more, so he ain't got to. I ain't got no more rants He ain't got me, no so. more rants in him. So. I ain't got no rants in me, so y'all ain't got to worry about hearing that no more. So we're going to go ahead and take a short break, and we'll be right back. My favorite TV shows, man, the Sports Center, ESPN News, Pardon Interruption, um, Around the Horn, um, Quite Frankly, um, Outside the Lines, uh, uh, Baseball Tonight. You know what I mean? I watch sports, dog. It's basically, that's what I'm trying to say. I watch sports, man. That's what I'm into. Sports, sports, sports. Every sport. Hockey, golf, basketball, football, of course. Baseball. You know what I mean? I got a favorite team, a favorite player in every single sport. I'm not going to answer those questions. Let's go. Yeah. Not the bad, what up? Not the bad, what up? That was my fault. Shot the boogie, bro. Yeah. 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 It's Jake's the grills, you bastard. Cover my tracks like butter, so where the bread be? I see beef is dead meat. Who that the president? Yeah, me. No one scare me. And you ain't gotta double dare me. Hear me? Cover my tracks like butter, so where the bread be? I see beef is dead meat. Who that the president? Yeah, me. No one scare me. And you ain't gotta double dare me. Hear me? Loud and clearly, rats aren't near me. Wiretap niggas get blood in the earpiece. I'm from New Orleans, nowhere near peace. Pure beast, fear free, dear grief. Catch up, bitch, I'm in gear three. Zoom, gone, see ya. Peace, drop one finger. Yeah, fuck a man, whoever made him. I will hurt whoever love him, cause I hate him. Looking for a lady, 
high and sedated Got her to the bed, I don't know how a nigga made it She gave me relations, so now we related The morning comes, the picture faded I waited on my turn to burn, can I get a light? Little dog, bigger bite, Jackson 5, little mic Can I get a mic or a mic in the hand? That the source owe me, shout out to the editor staff Yeah, I'm all grown, so much better with math I need a spread in the Forbes, taking the Benjamin bath Yeah, I'm serving this track like Steffi Graf Yeah, Roger Federer, there's no competitors Niggas know my rhetoric, bitches know my preference Young guard, baby, y'all, the mother niggas reverence Sitting in my big house, surrounded by my weaponries I keep them away like I got leprosy Chopper right next to me, loaded up with pepper seeds Got an extra clip, but that's only for my specialties Yeah, yeah, this is especially for you Just respect a nigga game, what kind of referee is you? Swallow your whistle, make a nigga ride with the pistol Cause the fakest niggas ride with the pistol Even if I die, oh, I'ma die with the pistol If you stand over my body, I'll probably kill you, yeah now I feel it, we see the realest I wear a lot of bathing ape cause I be with gorillas Yeah, he what they talking about, topic of the conversation Product of determination, yeah Stop playing, you are not up in my situation I get money like a Caucasian The car red, so the Caucasian Stop hating, y'all ballers, I'm a sports agent Yeah, wait a minute, let me translate it It's easy not to fall the motherfucking bait section of the podcast um we're gonna go ahead and talk about the nfl draft which yes, is sir. currently still going on in the sixth round as we speak um but we're gonna talk about what day one and day two is looking like um so for me this was pretty surprising um starting with day one it's like i don't know i don't know when is the last draft where we ain't have like a certified first uh number one pick like nobody knew for sure who was gonna be number one it's been a couple of years for sure but um yeah so even that uh trevon walker surprised me kind of mm-hmm. popped up out of nowhere the last week i would have personally took aiden hutchinson that's been me but you know it is what it is the jaguars gonna jaguar Jags <laughs> gonna jag. <laughs> um yeah, so what you think? Uh, any thoughts on the first round? Um, just that whole Trevon Walker pick and all the trades, man. Just yeah. a lot of teams moving around. Um, honestly, in my opinion, I think the first receiver off the board should have been Garrett Wilson. So did I. Instead of Drake London. So did I. I think Drake London is – I think he one of those, like, receivers where – Teams fall in love with his um, like his size and his athleticism mm-hmm. instead of like him actually playing receiver. Like I think Garrett Wilson is a way better receiver than Drake London, but I guess the Falcons figure they gonna get um, Reed back not next year but the following year. So yeah, you can put Drake, Reed, and um, Kyle Pitts together or whatever, but. They should have went with Garrett uh, Wilson, though, because you could have eventually traded Reed and recoup some picks for him. But Yeah, I mean, you kind of betting on Reed coming back and being the same receiver that he was when he left. Um, it might not be so. He might not want to come back and the, the way people holding out, you know, and, and demanding trades like it's That's the true. NBA now. Reed might not want to come back and play for the Falcons next year. So, um yeah, I agree. Like I would, I definitely thought Garrett Wilson. If you are gonna go wide receiver, um, Garrett Wilson should have been that pick. 
Uh, he, he's like the most polished wide receiver, so mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy. Um, they just went for the home run threat, which I've seen Drake London compared to Mike Evans, but nobody's really talking about he don't got Mike Evans' speed. No, that's the Mike Evans got speed. Yeah, like Mike Evans ran like a four four. He like six five, six six, whatever. Um, he Drake London don't got that, and he coming off a broken ankle. Um, so it was a little questionable for me. I feel like they just went with this like whole twin towers thing. Yeah, like you had two tall receivers, but I mean shit. Like yeah. you got Pitts and um, because Pitts is basically a receiver. Yeah. He split out wide most of the time on the slot, so. Yeah. I never thought, I mean, I thought you would have needed, like, a speed element or, like, somebody that got good hands on their team. Like I said, Gary Wilson would have fit in perfectly. Yeah. But, um, let me see. What else went down in that first round? After Garrett Wilson went to the Jets, that's when that run on receivers I went. Yeah. Gary Wilson, Olave, and Jameson Williams. And it's crazy to think they was all on the same team at once. At one point, yep. And fucking Jameson Williams transferred to Alabama because he wasn't getting a run in Ohio State. And um, the guy they still got at Ohio, at Ohio State now, Jackson Smith for Jigba, he's probably going to be the number one receiver to come off the board next year. Mm-hmm. So they cranking some fucking receivers out in um Somebody reminded me uh, the other day that, you know, Ohio State receivers don't really be panning out like that in the NFL, even though they be cranking them out. Who said that? Oh, don't. Should I mention his name? Yes. Mention his name. <laughs> my uh, my frat brother, David. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, Dave. He said Ohio State receivers don't pan out like that. Ohio State receivers don't pan out. And it took me a minute to try to think of some, you know, that really made an impact in the NFL. I would say Mike Thomas, Ted Ginn. But Ohio yeah, they don't they don't crank out receivers like that like in the past, but recently they have though. Yeah. Like I think Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave finna be the two top rookies in the NFL as far as like Shit, I think them. I think both of them finna go over eleven hundred yards next year. I can see that because they they automatically number one option. And then you got to think like I said, Jamison Williams was at Ohio State. He just went to Alabama because yeah, shit, he was getting outplayed by three other receivers. Yeah, and what's crazy is if if, if we had, had like a healthy Jamison Williams, he would have been the best. He would have been the first receiver off the board. He'd been the first receiver off the board. Listen here, Dave. <laughs> Stay in your lane, man. I, I didn't heard some of your takes, man. <laughs> I didn't heard some of your takes through the damn grapevine, and I'm not impressed, man. I'm not impressed. We gonna have a sit down. We 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 gonna we gonna link up one day, and I'm um, tell you about your takes, man. Let that man cook, man. Nah, I'm not letting Dave cook. Mm-mm. I didn't heard his takes, and like I said, I'm not impressed. I'm fucking disgusted at some of the stuff you didn't say, but I'm let him slide. I'm gonna let him slide today, but. I think, um, yeah, the run on receivers. Like I said, I don't think Jamison Williams was too happy about going to Detroit. I just, I felt like he had an attitude where the lady was interviewing him. Seemed like he was a little annoyed or some shit. But I think somebody has said that he thought he was going to Philadelphia. Yeah. Because Philly was right after the Lions. And he probably did want to go to Philly. Yeah, I would have preferred going to Philly too. Yeah. Going to 
dirty town, the dirty city known as Detroit. And you got Jerry Golf as your quarterback. Golf not bad, but yeah, I don't know. Golf or fucking Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Jalen Hurts not really that good of a passer either. I guess so. it's a toss up. But uh, yeah, um, let me think of what else. So I was, I was shocked at um, Kenny Pickett being the first quarterback. I, I kind of figured he was going to be first because I think he was the most pro-ready out of all of them. think so. Yeah. Everybody else, I think, is a project. Yeah. Because um, Malik Willis came from a system that was too simple. I think Desmond Ritter got problems with accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking um, Howell from North Carolina, okay. I think he had like a really bad season because he lost all his weapons. Because yeah. he, pro- he was the projected number one quarterback coming into the season. And then, um, what other quarterback was it? Um, Ritter. Did you say Ritter? Yeah. Ritter. Ritter. Oh, um, buddy from Ole Miss. Uh, <coughs> Matt Corral. Yeah, I think I think he got problems with, um, I don't think accuracy is his problem. It's something else, but, but yeah, I think Pickett was the most pro-ready, so. Yeah. I also thought about, like, after it was over, I was like, uh, I could see why they picked him because um, he's similar to Trubisky, and, I mean, they'll be easy to, like, run the same plays through to see who's actually better. Mm-hmm. So, um, that makes sense, I guess. I just don't get why they just didn't let <clears throat> Mitch cook, man. He like, might still cook. You know what I'm saying? He just on a short leash. Pick it finna beat this man out for this job, dude. <laughs> beat this man out for this. <laughs> Like everything's like this handed to pick it to win this job. Like it is hometown dude. Yep. Pittsburgh know him already because they practice in the same facility. So it's just like <clears throat> Mitch. Look, man, Mitch ain't gonna never start nowhere yeah. unless somebody get injured. Yeah, that's true. Um, another thing that surprised me was Kyle Hamilton sliding all the way to fourteen, mm. which is good because he slid like the perfect team for him. Man, look, I ain't gonna. I'll probably get into it later, but man, the Ravens—they got my top pick for the who having the best they draft. They had the best draft. They got easy. the best draft, man. It's, it's it might not even be close. Them and Kansas City did pretty Kansas good. Kansas City did did very well. I like their first couple of picks. They're pretty good. What um, what team had the most questionable picks to you? Like some. Like a pick that made you like scratch your head and be like, did they um, really need him? The Patriots first round pick, Cole Strange. <laughs> <laughs> the got a uh, Tennessee Chattanooga. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I can't remember what team it is, but somebody picked a kicker in like the top of the fourth round. I had just seen this shit too. I got yeah. the notification on my phone. I can't remember what team that was. Um, what else surprised me? Um. Damn, that pick surprised me. I was I was surprised that um the Falcons Desmond Ritter pick. I thought they would have went for Malik. Mm. Just me personally. I think Desmond Ritter was um rated the second best quarterback to I think a lot of them teams. Yeah, for like for playing like 
I guess if they want him to play sooner, then he's he's more mm-hmm. ready to play than Malik. But Malik just got the highest ceiling. But I thought they was, you know, I thought Marcus Mariota was like a a couple year project. So, but he might lose his job in training camp. <laughs> so and they get they went and drafted a player whose pro comparison is Marcus Mariota, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm like. Y'all basically drafted the same person y'all just paid twelve million a year to. Like, so that's why I was like, I was really surprised that if they went quarterback, I thought they would have got Malik. Like, so. so that means Marcus Mariota gonna be on an extremely short leash. Oh yeah, he on a real short leash. Um But yeah, man, other than that, I don't think too many other picks surprised me. It's just like a couple of people sliding that surprised me, like Nicobe Dean. Yeah. I think they said he had like not just one injury, but I guess like a bunch of injuries that like piled up over the time he was at Georgia. Yeah, kind of scared teams away, and he refused to get surgery. Yeah, I think he had like a some sort of pec injury. That yeah, he didn't get surgery on. Yeah, so I mean that's I think the the Eagles picked him up right. Mm-hmm. They got a steal for when they, for where they got him. They oh got yeah, steal. yeah, that nigga was rated like some people had him rated as a 17th best player. Yeah, and to get him in the third round, they got a steal. What about uh, Jermaine Johnson, dude from Florida State that slid always to the end of the first? End of the first, yeah. I'm that would didn't surprise me as much because I thought he was. I thought his projection was like mid first to you know almost bottom half. I didn't think he was going top. I know people was talking about it mm-hmm. for a little bit, but I think that was just like some buzz. Um, yeah, because some people had him projected going ten to the Jets or maybe. Ninth to Seattle, yeah. And he slid to twenty six or twenty seventh, and the Jets was able to trade back in the first and get him. Well, let's talk about the Jets. Oh, man. yeah, yeah. Jets had a hell of a draft. The Jets too. having a hell of a draft too, bro. Like they went and got the nigga with the coldest name in the league now. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. Sauce. Man. Sauce Gardner. And um, then they grabbed uh, Garrett Wilson. Then they traded back in the first and grabbed. Jermaine Johnson. Then they traded up in the second to grab the best running back in the draft, Brees Hall from Iowa yeah. State. So they got they got some weapons, man. Both sides of the ball. They just got to put it all together. That's that's the main thing, man. You have all this talent. Got to put the shit together. Yeah. Coaching got to be right and shit. They got to get um. They got to get Zach Wilson straight, man. Cause Zach looked like a fucking deer in headlights last year. Yeah, he looked like he was. Out there praying every throw, <laughs> somebody catches. Please chucking that motherfucker up downfield. Yeah, but that's what happened when you draft a quarterback, then wait till midseason to trade for a veteran to like help mentor mentor him. Cause they traded for Joe Flacco, but yeah, it was like week seven when they got him. It's like this man been getting beat up for like the first six weeks of the season. Like you should at least start. You should have brought in a veteran quarterback from the beginning to help mentor him. Show him what not to do and how to, you know, help him with the playbook and shit like that. But right, it's the Jets, so you don't expect too much um, good shit from them. But I think they knocked this draft out the park, man. They got they got a lot of talent, a lot of fucking talent. Um, trying to think, what about um the Packers went into the second round to get a quarter? I mean, a, a, a wide receiver. I mean, they got an FCS wide receiver too. Um. I don't know. I don't know what they doing because they were, it was so many. Even 
the guy that they picked, it was so many other receivers on the board that I thought personally was better than him. Um, but so, man, so you don't trust him since he's from a small, uh, a Division two school, basically. I mean, North Dakota State been putting out some players the last few years. So, well, besides Carson Wentz, but um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think they should have like. I think that was a reach. Like somebody just was like. Can y'all just draft a receiver so they can shut up type of thing? Who you think they should have? What receiver you think they should have picked at 34? Who was still there? Because, um, uh, I mean, I like Justin Ross. Uh, Justin, only thing with him is he he had that crazy-ass freshman season. Yeah, then he fell off. Even he felt like – because he was projected to be like a top wide receiver in this draft when he, after he had that crazy freshman season. Yeah. But – so would you have drafted him with just like there. a project or I don't know. I think Scott Moore was still there. Scott Moore. Yeah. Pickens from Georgia was yeah, still there. Oh, Georgia. Yeah. So like he he seems like a project now and I I don't think he's going to help Aaron Rodgers at all next year. He's basically Marquez Valdez Scantling. Same same body, yeah. same speed, tall, fast, man. Yeah, but I honestly think yeah, Scott Moore was still there. Yeah, like Scott Moore there. Um, Pickens from Georgia. Pickens still was still there. I'm trying to think who else. Because it, it, it was a few. I was like, who? But, I don't know. The Patriots took on Tyquan Thornton. He was the fastest receiver in the draft. He yeah. had the fastest time. Alex Pierce from Cincinnati was a sleeper that. A lot of teams was targeting in the third. The coach took him in the second. Hmm. But yeah, Sky Moore, you could have went and grabbed another tight end. You could you could have went and grabbed the best tight end in the draft, Trey McBride, if you just wanted to give Aaron Rodgers a consistent target. But yeah, yeah, I think probably Sky Moore and and Pickens would have been. I would have definitely target. took one of them. Yeah, before him. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, else that uh that need a do over um like I said I don't know what Minnesota was doing man um, wasn't them niggas just like trading they was back? trading with everybody in their division too like <laughs> <laughs> niggas you, you let niggas you gotta play just go up and just right like you you letting them drive people you about to see like two times after two three times after yeah like who did they end up drafting anyway? Anyway, uh, I'm trying to look at their uh, thing now. But I, just, I, I feel like for the life of me, they kept trading back and not really getting nothing in return. I know what they picked up. Uh, two secondary players. They picked yeah. up. Mm, I'm not bad at Louis C yeah. from Georgia and yeah. Andrew Booth. Yeah. So them I, two, them two good players. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not terribly mad at that. But. Um, but every time they came up, I kept expecting them to take a quarterback for some reason. Because you know Kirk Cousins is a free agent after next year. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, like, they got a new coaching staff. Why not bring in a young quarterback to sit behind Kirk for a season? Yeah. And then next year, well, unless they wasn't impressed with none of these QBs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, apparently a lot of people were. A lot of people <laughs> A lot of people weren't impressed with these QBs. Man, because that's the it. Slim you, pickings. You, you would have think like they wasn't all closely bunched together. Cause. 
Bro, it's like every every team need the quarterback came up. I'm sitting thinking like, yeah, Malik Willis finna go here. Nope. Right. Like, dang, okay. Atlanta, okay. I know they finna go Malik Willis in the second round. Nope. Yeah. Somebody traded up that needed a quarterback yesterday. Oh, uh, traded up in round two. I'm like, oh, yeah, they definitely they about to get one. Nope. I'm like, uh-huh. And then Seattle had two back-to-backs. That's what it was. <laughs> Seattle had two backpacks. Seattle had two back-to-backs and didn't get a quarterback. Them niggas drafted a running back when they didn't even need one. They still got Chris still Carson. Chris Carson, and they drafted, like, the second-best running back in the draft. I'm like, y'all got Chris Carson, then you just re-signed uh, Rashad Penny. Yeah. So it's I'm like confused. Pete Carroll losing his goddamn mind out in Seattle. Man. They did get uh, my guy Kobe Bryant, though. I messed with him. Oh, they drafted Kobe Bryant? Yeah, they got Kobe Bryant in the fourth, so that's one good pick. They drafted two tackles, so I'm guessing they're trying to protect Drew Locke. Yeah. So they, they, he don't need it. They really, finna, <laughs> they really finna let this man go to work in Seattle. They finna let Locke cook, man. Man, first pass, he overthrow DK. That's crazy. The funny thing, <laughs> I was watching uh, – the pre-show before, and they had and Mina Kimes was on the, and she a diehard Seattle Seahawks fan, and she was like begging them, pleading them to draft a quarterback. Like take one, like <laughs> you had back-to-back picks at forty and forty-one. Just take a Dang, chance on right. one of niggas. That's crazy. Unless unless they gonna trade for Baker. That's the only thing mm, I can. Because uh, that's what um, yeah, he's he was on his way to Carolina, and they stopped at the last minute, and then. Just traded up and drafted. Uh, what's the name? Carson. Uh, Pat Corral. Did they draft? Yeah, they, yeah, they got. Yeah, oh, yeah. so they got Matt Corral. Yeah. Damn. So they was from the trade for Baker. Yeah. They was literally on the phone. It was like almost about to be a done deal because they they even interviewed Steve Smith about it, and he was like, "No, don't do it." Oh, that's what that nigga was ranting about. Yeah. Because it was about to happen, and then they um, Carolina backtracked and said, "Nah, let's just trade up and get this quarterback." Damn. So, it don't yeah. matter. Saints from the sling. Whoever back there playing quarterback for them <laughs> anyway, toss their ass around, man. Man, I, I ain't going to hold you. I do think y'all about to run up. Well, I mean, Tampa Bay still that, but y'all. I don't give a fuck. It's, it's, it's y'all in Tampa Bay. Dude, we finna, man, <laughs> we went crazy in this draft. Dude. I ain't going to hold you. Y'all had a nice draft. We got Chris Olave. Was, I don't know. A lot of people had, you could have went with either Olave, Jameson, or. Garrett Wilson as your number one receiver, well, ranked as number one receiver in this yeah. draft. Like, you, de- you couldn't go wrong with neither one of them three. It depends on what you want. If you want somebody that's going to take the top off of defense like a smooth route runner, get Chris Olave. If you want an all-around receiver, Garrett Wilson. If you want just straight speed, then that's Jameson Williams. But dude, when we traded up to 11, I honestly thought we were either taking Olave or mm-hmm. Kyle Hamilton. But when we picked Olave, I'm like, yeah, I had a feeling y'all was going, y'all was about to get a success. As soon as um, as soon as Garrett went, I was like, oh, if somebody trade up, it's definitely for Olave because they was just too close. Dude, if if the Jets wouldn't pick Garrett Wilson, he would be a fucking saint. He would, no doubt about but, it. I think y'all was trading up regardless. Oh yeah, <laughs> one yeah. of them was. <laughs> Dude, that was like that was like one of our priorities: wide receiver and tackle. Yeah, like then when we got um. Damn, I forgot that man's name. Fuck. I don't want to butcher that man's name. Damn. When we got the left tackle out of Northern Iowa, I'm like. Uh, Trevor Penny. Yeah, Trevor Penny. And then that dude is nasty. I'm talking about physical. 
I'm yeah. talking about play out, play through the whistle. We out there throwing motherfuckers around. It was just like, yeah, but I was kind of mad we traded our third and fourth round picks because I wanted us to take maybe a running back in the third or fourth round because we don't know if Kamara gonna get suspended or not. And yeah. I'm not trying to depend on Mark Ingram for no like eight games or no shit like nah, that. Hell nah. <laughs> but but we still got cap space left, so we could always probably sign a running back if one get cut during training camp or some shit. But but um, overall, man, I'm, I'm like really happy with this draft. And then motherfuckers sleep on the dude we got in the second round from Tennessee. He oh, uh, Delon- uh, not Delonte. It's something like that, though. Alante. There we go. He played corner, but we finna move him to safety because I guess he played safety in college, too. Yeah. He run a 4-3-6, so he basically finna be kind of what Malcolm Jenkins was for us. Somebody that could play over the top, could play in the box. Somebody that could play against um, tight ends, too. So, I don't know if by drafting him, I don't know if that's going to stop us from signing Honey Badger. But it kind of seemed like it probably is. I think so. If you go into safety, unless they would just want to, unless they want to bring in depth, yeah, sign yeah. up for depth, and they still bring in Honey Badger. But overall, man, I really liked our draft, dude, because I didn't like I didn't want us to take a quarterback in the first round. If we would have grabbed one in the second round, I wouldn't have been mad. But I really wanted them to use them first two picks in the first round on offense, man. And that's exactly what they did. So, shout out to Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis, man, for going crazy in this draft. Now, we just got to figure out, like, um, like, do we bring in another receiver? Should we should we sign another receiver in free agency? Or should we bring in Honey Badger? So, I'm excited for this upcoming season, man. Odell's still available. Um, no, that nigga's too busy <laughs> spilling tea on Twitter. No, he, he, nigga need to find him some damn business, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to put Debo business out on the fucking streets oh, and shit, man. But no, nah, I don't. I think Odell going back to the Rams. I think, but I think he probably gonna go to the Rams or or maybe a team that's like probably in contention for a Super Bowl. Probably. Ah, uh, yeah, I think he got he got to go somewhere. Somebody that's um, definitely in contention. He can't go backwards. So. Cause he not coming back realistically until like November or December. Yeah. So you ain't gonna have nothing but to play playoff games. So I'm thinking like we could sign him, but like we ain't gotta depend on him with no shit like that. Cause Olave and Michael Thomas finna get all the targets. So yeah. he just get in where he fit in, but I'm more focused on us getting a fucking running back for, um in case Kamara gets suspended, which I think he probably is, man. I can see him get suspended for probably like five or six games. So we just not we need somebody to hold it down. I wanted Melvin Gordon, but he took like, his bum ass back to Denver. Back. Punk ass. <laughs> Whatever. Bet you Russ had something to do with it. You know, they was teammates, so. I don't fucking care, man. <laughs> care. But, yeah, man. So, so what you think about um, who the Broncos picked in the second round? So, I was like, I was holding out hope for uh, the they second round pick was Nick Benito. So I was hoping, I was hoping he was still going to be there because they was talking about he was going, he wasn't going first round, but he was going very early in the second round. For the, so the fact that he made it to us and we had the last pick in the second round, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if y'all watching it, but the show on ESPN is called um, Hey Rookie, Welcome to the NFL. They doing behind the scenes stuff and it's him, uh, it was him, Derek Stingley, Evan Neal, 
and uh, Bailey Zap Zappy, that Ooh. quarterback. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? He got drafted by the Patriots. Bailey Bailey Zappy Zappy. Oh, uh, but yeah, so they on the show on ESPN. So I've been following him and all that stuff. So I've been hoping that he will fall. It got to a point where I was like, I ain't know if I, because Nicobe Dean fell, I was like, mm. we probably should get Nicobe Dean. But then the injury stuff came out, and I was like, oh, never mind. I pivot. Let's go ahead and get Nick Benito. But I, I mess with him, man. He, um, they call him Michael Parsons Light. So if he Michael if he Parsons. get there, cause he, uh, yeah, he he a little short, but he run a four five. He could play. Uh, he could play down. He could play up technique. Whatever. Oh, he gets a quarterback though, and he quick, so, so I rock you, with that. So you think he's starting on the opposite side of Bradley Chubb? Yep. Ooh. Yep. So it's gonna be Chubb, him, Chubb. Nah, it's gonna be. Oh, I forgot they got Randy. Gregory yeah, it's too. gonna be Randy Gregory and Chubb, and then so he gonna be uh backup, whatever. Um, but he could take Chubb's spot because Chubb been lacking last year and he injury prone. So uh, we'll see what happened with that, and then then the third round pick, which was their second pick, uh, Greg Dulcich. Um, oh, the tight end? Yeah, the tight end out of UCLA. I think he's a second-rated tight end behind um, Trey McBride. Yeah. yeah, so I rock with that because he, he like 6'7". He run, he block, he do it all. So I'm all good with that one. Um, and then pick after that, Damari Mathis, cornerback out of Pittsburgh. Um, he like a hard-hitting um, – I don't know if he gonna play. He might play safety, but he hard hitting. Like he attacked the ball, so I like that. Uh, everybody else I ain't familiar with, but I trust the GM. So <laughs> when you start getting to like the six and seven, yeah, round, I was like, eh, I don't really know too much, but I trust the GM. So yeah, they had a good draft, man. I ain't mad at it, and it um, traded back for four spots and picked up a, a third rounder for next year. So rocks with that. Yeah, those sixth and seventh round picks are basically like practice squad and special special teams. teams. Yeah. yeah, I looked at that like, eh, okay, I can stop really paying attention now. Yeah, yeah I stop. I, I stop <laughs> watching the draft after like the fourth round. It's just like if any of them players get picked in the fifth, fifth or sixth round or seventh round, them basically like if they give you any production, it's because yeah. somebody got hurt or yeah, basically injuries. So, yeah. but you can still find gems in those in the later rounds, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And and undrafted free agents too. So, I thought we was real close to trading a wide receiver for a first round pick. We was real close because we pretty much deep at wide receiver uh, with KJ Hamler coming back. So, so you said KJ Hamler would probably be the one to get. KJ Hamler right? probably would have been the one that got traded. Yeah, I think if we did trade, I think player wise on the chopping block to get traded was probably KJ Hamler or Bradley Chubb. Ooh. So you yeah. think you think if did, did the Broncos pick up Chubb's uh, fifth year option? They ain't announced it yet. So mm. yeah, they need to make you go. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's why the Nick Benito pick was clutch because if something happened to Chubb or he ain't performing right, got his backup. Yeah, because when teams don't pick up them fifth year options, that should be deflating as hell to the player. Yeah, it's like. Damn, like I'm gonna play this next season, like basically playing to be um for another contract, basically with another team, unless they want to bring you back at a cheaper price. Right. But because you see the Raiders, them niggas didn't pick up none of their fifth year options on their first round picks from like three years ago. Yeah. They didn't pick up uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, 
Jonathan Abrams or uh, Cleveland Farrell. And Josh Jacobs been one of the best running backs in the NFL since he got in the league. Farrell, he's been kind of a bust because they picked him, I think, at four. Yeah. And Jonathan Abrams been injury prone. So, so I can understand why they you know, picked him up. And then running backs a dime a dozen. Right. You, you can find a running back in the sixth round and then he can fucking start for you for like the next like three or four years. Yep. So, yeah, I, so I think that's also good why we got um, Melvin Gordon because we ain't have to waste a draft pick on a running back. Yeah, Melvin, that little five million. I was definitely looking for. I, I was definitely hoping the Saints went after Melvin Gordon just to have somebody to hold it down while Kamara was suspended. Yeah. So I'm like, Melvin Gordon, he could catch and he run in between the tackles. Yeah. I'm like, she would be a perfect fit for us. But I think, like, it ain't too many good running backs left in free agency. I don't think so. Maybe the Saints can maybe find one of these undrafted dudes. Maybe Get lucky. Bring them in, hopefully. Yeah. But once we traded all our fucking look, that third and fourth round pick, I'm like, I'm like, there goes our shot at getting the tight end and a running back. So we'll see what happens. But you know, like in training camp, you know that they had them cuts and shit, a surprising yeah. ass veteran cut. Things happen, man. Oh hell yeah! So, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we picked up a running back or a tight end or both during yeah. uh, training camp. But um. Yeah, I man, I think it was a, I think it was a pretty good draft, man. Like it was good to see uh, New York fans get excited about their teams because Jets had a great draft. Yeah, Giants, Giants had a, had a decent draft. draft too, yeah. So, to tell you true, so, so yeah, I don't think not too many teams had like really bad drafts. I think most of the teams had solid drafts. It was just like a few picks here and there where you make you scratch your head and shit. But other than that, man, it was um pretty decent. Seemed like every fucking player that got drafted had like one of them big ass chains on. I like, know, right? Like everybody either had that chain or some pearls. Uh, so it was only one nigga with pearls <laughs> on, man. One, one and a half. <coughs> Hell, <laughs> who the other one? You know that the guy that's walking into your locker room. Oh no, nah, man! Yeah. Chris Olave ain't had no pearls on, but he had a chain with a cross on. Yeah, I ain't. that was Garrett Wilson that had the pearls on. He should have told his guy that wasn't the move. Garrett Wilson had on pearls and Prada boots, man. I don't, I don't know, but whatever. Both the niggas good as hell, so uh, I guess they could. Well, I guess Garrett Wilson <laughs> could slide with them he pearls. He better wear them pearls on game day, man. Say. Hell no, nah. you see, nigga, you see the uh, Sauce Gardner talk about that nigga, man. You see how Sauce came out. That yeah. nigga had the the Sauce chain on and shit. Yeah, sauce chain and the Sauce bottle. Hey, hold on, I got I got to rant about something real quick. <laughs> NFL Network. Look, I get it. Melissa Stark's gonna be like the I think she will be like the sideline reporter for Amazon Football on Thursday nights. I get it. Please put somebody there that's, like, more of, like, a younger person that's kind of up to speed with what's going on and, like, like that can relate to these college players that's coming out, man. Like, because she was asking Sauce about his chain, and he was trying to explain it to her, and it seemed like she didn't understand. Like, I get it, you know. She been there for a while, so, you know. Yeah. But you could have somebody younger, like, you could have put my girl Kimi Checks out there. I don't know if y'all watching NFL Network, but Kimi Checks is like that motherfucker's gorgeous. Like she's <laughs> fucking beautiful, and I think she may be like in her like late twenties. You could add her there, or maybe um MJ Acosta. Like, dude, you could have somebody out there that can relate to these athletes. Like, yeah, 
like I get it, you know, Melissa Stark, like I said, she's gonna be on she's gonna be a silent reporter for Amazon on Thursday nights, but yeah, I mean, we could have somebody out there a little bit younger. It would have made the interviews more fun. It would have made the interactions a lot more natural because you got somebody that's like being super serious and like these athletes, they probably don't want to be super serious. They probably want to, you know, keep the conversations light and joke around. Right. I think that was like like for instance when NFL Network had Dion doing like doing it. After every player got picked, Dion would interview them and it seemed like them interactions was like natural. Mm-hmm. Nothing was forced. Dion kept it light, was joking with him. But it's like soon they came off the stage and Melissa Stark started talking to him. It's just like them athletes seemed they was like they was like they were like kind of tense up and right. you know so so for future references like NFL Network yeah. put somebody up that is like a little bit younger or that put, know they audience yeah they know they audience man like yeah like because I'm pretty sure them athletes when they come off the stage you know it's it, it's an emotional time for them they don't need somebody asking them no super serious question you know keep it light keep it fun for the audience and shit have something to laugh and joke about and shit but. Yeah, that was that was my only thing with the NFL draft. That that was on NFL Network, so I don't know what they did on uh, ESPN. But yeah, next I had somebody younger out there NFL <laughs> NFL Network. Hell, you could have Rich Eisen out there asking yeah. questions. He would have been a lot better. But other than that, it was a pretty good draft to watch. But it was like it's always good to see these young athletes like fulfill their dreams, man. You know, it, it be yeah. it be dope as hell. Them at home reactions be dope, man. I just noticed, like, a lot of these athletes be with white women, though. Like, damn, all these niggas was with white girls. That's a football player thing. Like, what's man. going on, man? Like, what the hell? Like, y'all, football players don't like black women? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that nigga, um, what's buddy name? Um, buddy name that got drafted? Traylon Burks. Yeah. He had a room full of white women. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Look like cheerleaders back then. Like, dude, what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> no sisters or nothing, but... Whatever floats they boat, man. You see what Russell Wilson did. That nigga had a white woman. He got rid of her quick. Quick. Quick, quick fast in the hurry. Quick as fuck. But yeah, other than that, man, like it was it was like it's always a good experience seeing these young athletes fulfill their dreams and, and like that their reactions be it'd be like refreshing to see, man, because these dudes and work worked hard to get to this point and like some of them be crying, some of them be super excited. Couple niggas picked up Roger Goodell. Um, <laughs> fucking uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, he had a handshake with Roger Goodell that was kind of dope and shit. Yeah, his reaction with yeah, the, it was hype, man. Yeah, his reaction with that dude with the kid from the Make a Wish was dope as hell, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's good to see shit like that, man. You got anything else you want to add to this? Uh, nah, man. Um, yeah, now draft over. Now it's time to get you know for them to go to camp and stuff and. See who get uh, signed as undrafted free agents for you know the people that don't get drafted. Um, and yeah, then it's the season, man. Oh, yeah. Get ready to start first season in Broncos country. <coughs> I don't know if y'all uh, know, but Nice has converted to a Broncos fan. Yeah, on last what was that last episode? That was you last went, episode, you I, I went on my my rant. Um, it still holds true. So you know, Broncos country, it is. I have left the Falcons in the dust. In Russ, he trusts. In Russ, I trust. In Russ, he trusts. Now, like we said, we was going to dabble in the NBA playoffs for a little bit, man. A little dabbling and shit. But um, I don't know if y'all been paying attention, which I'm pretty sure y'all have. The second round matchups are set. We got Memphis mm-hmm. playing the Warriors. We got 
Luca playing Phoenix. Well, I don't want to just say Luca. I Maver- mean, he is on a team. The Mavericks playing <laughs> uh, Phoenix. We got JT and them guys, and the Celtics playing um, the Bucks, and we got Miami playing Philly. So, nice. What's your predictions on these four series? All right. So, I got talking about Memphis and Golden State. I'm going to go Golden State in six. Uh, I stay west. So, got uh, Phoenix and Dallas. I'm going to say Phoenix and five. Phoenix and – oh, hell no. That's what I said. Phoenix. Oh, hell Phoenix no. Phoenix and five. In five. Phoenix and five. Luca good for two wins by himself. Nah, he good for one. Yeah, it's, got, it's, it's gonna be too much defense out there for them. Um, this ain't the Jazz, so fucking disrespect towards Luca. Phoenix at five, man. And then uh, let's go, let's go East. The Bucks and the Celtics. I got man. I might have Celtics and seven. Celtics and seven. Celtics and seven. Yeah. And then uh, last one we got the. Miami and um and Philly. So since Joel Embiid is out indefinitely and we don't know when he's coming back, man. If he was playing I would have had Miami in six. Now I'm I'm gonna go clean sweep. Clean fucking sweep. Clean sweep four oh. Get out the fucking brooms. Nigga said clean sweep. Which is which is understandable because now you gotta depend on James Harden and he ain't been Dependable so far. Yeah, so. we we know Jerry's Harden track record in the, in the playoffs. So now you telling me he got to do it by himself with not another person on the side of him that could probably do what Joel doing. Yeah, I ain't got no faith at all. Which is funny because they they, they had a backup center too that could have held it down while Joel was out, but yet they traded him to Brooklyn. I think. Yeah. I think Drummond could have held it down. Yeah, that, to see when that trade happened, I was like, bro, they gonna miss, they gonna miss both of them, Steph Curry and Andre Drummond, because them was like, I know Maxi doing his thing, but you need like death on your team, mm-hmm. and them was two big key factors to that team. So, so I think I'm gonna go, go to the West. I'm gonna say Memphis in seven. Memphis in seven. Okay. I'm gonna say. I hate to say it, but I think Phoenix going in in six over the Mavs. Um, I know y'all hear that beeping in the background. That's um, <laughs> some sort of like. You know, it's, it's, it's a little heavy rain going on. It's a little heavy rain right going now. on now. Some heavy rain. But, um, yeah, apologize for that. Nothing, y'all hear that in the background. Nothing too serious, though. Yeah. Hopefully not. The show continues. Unless y'all hear us like screaming or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Damn tornado that swept through here, but I don't yeah. think that's gonna happen. But um, then we go to the east. I got Boston in six. Boston is. I six. got Boston in six. Okay. And I think I'm gonna say Miami at five. I think Philly gonna muster up a win. I think it's gonna be one game where James Harden look like the old Harden uh-huh. and take over. But yeah, he okay. didn't, he didn't five. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Um, yeah, so we're going to keep it short and sweet on that. But, yeah, um, yeah, short and sweet. I guess any, I mean, 
We don't really got to talk about it, but, you know, the Nets got swept. I think that was maybe not a shock that they lost, but uh, maybe a shock that they didn't at least win one game. Not one damn game, dude. That's crazy, man. Boys in Boston, man. They They serious, man. They serious. Y'all better get familiar. Like, that defense is real. Them niggas is just everywhere. Like, you get the ball, like, next thing you know, you surrounded by, like, Two people. Or you surrounded by motherfucking either Tatum, Brown, Smart, fucking Robert Williams quick enough. To, well, if he, if they switch in the pick and roll, he yeah. athletic enough to stay with a guard. And, yeah. Dude, they just, they come at you in waves, man. Then on the offensive end, JT is in his bag, him and Jalen Brown. Yeah, you got two easy 30-piece buckets. Just some thirty piece buckets, 30 piece boy. Buckets, just, just there for the taking. So. Extra dipping sauces, Extra dipping, man. man. Yeah, them boys, man. Now Boston, I can see Boston winning the finals this year. I can definitely see Boston winning the championship. I could too, man. They could, they could definitely come. They could mess some some things up, man. Especially if get, cause I said like if they get past the Bucks, I think that's the hardest matchup they gonna have, regardless yep. of anybody mm-hmm. anybody left. So if they get past the Bucks, they can win it all. Which team out of the four that's left in the West would give them the most problems? Uh, man, I don't know. I want to say maybe Memphis. Memphis, because I think they could play just as hard as them if they focus, um, and they just as deep. Yeah. Um. I can't even say Phoenix because I think they had too many lapses. Um, Golden State might—they might shoot themselves out of that because they might just try to force shots over all their defense. So yeah, I—I I, I think it had it probably be Memphis. I wouldn't be mad at a Memphis and Memphis Boston and Boston finals. finals. Yeah, yeah, that'd be it'd be gritty and grimy for gritty sure. Ain't grimy. For and, sure. and he'd be showcasing some of the young talent in the NBA. Cause, yeah. yeah. So, the, the next wave of superstars is going to take over the league. But um, I feel like if if Dallas had another superstar with Luka, with the current team they got, yeah, I think the Mavs could get to the finals. But it's only so much Luka can do. Yeah. And I don't think we can depend on Jalen Brunson to score like 25 a night. So, if they had, like, another superstar. They need, they need, like, a legit inside presence. Like, they can score? Yeah. They can score kind of, kind of, de- well, defend for sure, but. No, uh, no, nah, don't even say defend. I was thinking about one, that same, that same player we was talking about yesterday just popped in my head. Nah, nah, that's, that'd be probably playing in reverse. <laughs> but, uh, nah, somebody, like. Somebody like Vooch, maybe. Mm. I can see that Vooch mm. and Vooch and Luca. Would wouldn't he basically be like an older Porzingis, basically? Yeah, but he'll be like he'll be able to bang though. Like Porzingis played on the perimeter like a lot. Like Vooch played on the perimeter, but he could bang too though. If when he wants to, um, that wouldn't be a bad fit. So I'm not. Yeah, I can see that happening. Uh, know of any other big man to be like on the market or mm-hmm. 
or disgruntled or something. I don't know. I think all the big men are pretty satisfied except for maybe Rudy Gobert. But like you said, that'd be going backwards because that nigga can't score. Yeah. Unless yeah, you go liability. Get, unless you go get Rudy and then probably go get like another wing that can like actually score. Yeah. But they will. They would probably have to give up Spence. They probably have to trade Spence again. And I'm not sure. Can Spence and Luca start together? Cause Spence, no, I think Spence needs the ball in his hands to be effective. I don't think he can play off the ball that well. So well, I don't know who out there Dallas could go after the, to to help Luca. Yeah, I mean they they probably gonna have some money because I'm pretty sure they didn't price themselves out of uh, Jalen Brunson oh, yeah, next year. Yeah, <laughs> so they gonna have some money to spend. The Knicks is already writing their check with Jalen Brunson's name. Yeah, yeah Jalen Brunson about to be somebody's starting guard next year. The New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> yeah, they ain't got no point guard no more because Kemba ain't gonna be there next year. You think they? You think they could wait? Could do a sign and trade for Julius Randle? Yeah, I can see that. But don't Julius Randle need the ball in his hand to be effective too? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he do. You got to get him the ball and let him post up. What the fuck? He can have two players that like to post up. And I feel like he would be – I don't know. I kind of feel like he would be clogging the lane too because cause Luka likes to get in the paint and like to dish it out to the shooter yeah. and shit. Yeah, you got to – that's why I was like, you got to – if they if they go center, get a center, they got to have somebody that can pop out um, and play the perimeter a little bit. But he got to be able to do both. Yeah, Vooch might be a good fit for them if the Bulls think about moving on from Vooch. Yeah, which they should. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think they need somebody that could, like, bang defense, rebounds, like Miles Turner type. Swift. It seems like Indiana do not want to get that dude up. They don't. They keep thinking they can build around him, but they can't. Maybe. He can't be your number one player. Fuck, no. <laughs> Miles Turner's He a... probably can't be your number two, to tell you the truth. Nope. So... That they they going backwards. He basically Rudy Gobert with a three pointer. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that'd be that's, it's gonna be interesting to see what Dallas do because I feel like Dallas is close because like you get them some shooters and a person that can score like a wing or like even a big. Yeah, like I think I think they'll be set. Yeah, they get shit. They get somebody like Brook Lopez. I don't know if he a free agent or whatever. What's going on with him? But. He would work for Dallas. Yeah, man, I just want to see my boy Luka get to the conference finals at least, man. And I feel like players would want to go play with Luka, so. Yeah, I can see that. So they, I'm sure they'll get better. Would the, um, would the Hawks be interested in trading uh, John Collins, perhaps? They just gave him a five-year extension. It don't matter. He, <laughs> he don't want to be there. You? My sources told me he don't even like me in Atlanta. Ooh, John Collins and Luka, though. Crazy. Yeah, my sources told me he don't like. But I don't him. know. I don't know what else John Collins could do besides catch lobs, though. I think he he can shoot a he little, little bit. I, maybe I don't see him shoot enough. That's because fucking Trey be shooting enough for everybody <laughs> on the team, man. I mean, they got a team full of shooters, though. <laughs> that is true. All the niggas can shoot. Like literally. Yeah, I think I, I see him knock down a few three pointers, but they like them three pointers where he like wide, he wide open because somebody collapsed. Yeah. It ain't like them joints where he get the ball at the top and can ISO and step back and hit one of them motherfuckers. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, man. Like I said, I just want to see 
See Mark Cuban do right by my boy Luca and put some more talent around him. Memphis don't need no more talent. Them niggas is like loading uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. Golden State loaded. Fucking uh, Boston loaded. For the most part, the, the eight teams is left is pretty good. Pretty yeah. fucking they deep too, all of them. So yeah. I think this gonna be a good conference semifinals, man. I'm looking forward to to all these games. I wish Embiid was playing because it'll make that. Series even better. See how him and Jimmy react with each other and shit. Mm-hmm. That would have made it even better. But, but I'm I'm excited for these for these series, man. Especially that Boston and Milwaukee series. If JT them knock off um, Milwaukee, they going to the finals. Yeah, I'm calling that too. <coughs> if they knock off Giannis, they going to the finals. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here, man. Hope y'all enjoyed that episode. Uh, minus the Tornado <laughs> warnings and the rain the and the, the beeps <laughs> and uh, everything that happened in the background. There's a bunch of shit to be happening in the background of our episodes, <laughs> but we push through it though. We ain't finna stop recording for no shit like that. That's right. Like, so unless you hear like one of these windows break while we recording from like the wind and the rain outside, we gonna keep fucking pushing through, man. That's right. Ain't no ain't no quitters over here. Nope. Yeah, but um, yeah, you no. Know, we appreciate y'all. Tuning in for another episode of the Check Me Out Podcast. And as usual, follow us on Instagram at the Check Me Out Podcast. And um, each one of our individual IG pages up on there. So if you want to give us a follow and just check out, you know, our day-to-day life and shit. Well, we both work, so I don't know how much shit you're going to get out of us. <laughs> you're going to get a little bit. Yeah, a little just bit. Check my stories. I post post more to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, follow us on on IG, you know, yeah. fucking send questions to our inboxes and shit about shoes or shit you want to hear about in a, in a future episode and shit like that. Um, I think maybe when the summer start, maybe we should, maybe probably start going out to some of these shoe stores. Maybe see what's fucking like. Yeah. Get some more footage and stuff. Get some more footage and stuff because our um our videographer he um said we need to get some more content, so um. Yeah, our videographer at Dope Vision on Instagram. Yep. Give bro a follow. You know, one of the coldest out there in the Chicago land. And he doing stuff for hooping and stuff. You know, you got a shorty that plays sports. You want to get a mixtape for him. Follow Dope Vision. He going to hook you up and shit. So, yeah, man. So, on that note, you know how we do it. I'm Pong. I'm nice. We out. Peace.